the world could run out of these eyes, they wouldn't be surprised. How the white flakes fall, the buildings look so tall, and then you know what else stalls? The space between pain and your response. Whatever it is you think you are, whatever it is you think you need to be, there stands between the thought and your reaction. A place of growth, rather, for some, it doesn't exist because the reaction takes an instinctive nature of reality. That is, some people don't care. Some people sit there and through it, they scream and squeal because pain is real. What else is real? Growth. Now, this isn't to say not everyone will ever learn to react to pain the same way, but let me tell you about a man I once knew, a man I once read about. Pain tends to separate those who can tolerate. Pain tends to separate those who can moderate. Pain tends to separate those who can elaborate. What it what is it they elaborate what is it they moderate they moderate the growth they moderate the understanding sometimes your best step forward is a mistake you expect it you inspect it then you respect it and then you learn to correct it Whatever it is, the space in between. Let me tell you about the thing of growth. Growth is kind of this cumulative action, this cumulative lineage. Most of us, when we learn this essence of growth, it isn't too much of what we understand in the moment because sometimes in the journey of growth, whether it's self-development, physical therapy, or an emotional matter rather the cumulative spectrum it's like you take five steps forward two steps back ten steps forward five steps back seven steps forward three steps back the lows will always feel the same as a previous stage but you are growing Sometimes, however, and often, it won't feel that way. But if you've heard of the word faith, which is the hand being led out from a dark space, those who build hope understand this because they'll grab that hand and pull it out in faith and then it's the devil. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. But let me tell you about being fucked over. You lose trust. Trust is something that's transactional. What does it have to do with growth? Well, it has to do a lot to do. <laughs> what am I saying? It has a lot to do with growth because let's go back to that space between pain and your response. You trust pain will always be there. 
You only know pain in the midst of it. You know nothing else. You know that whatever it is that's going to get rid of it, it's the only thing you can really rely on, but it's only because you have a memory of what once got rid of pain, but it's not always what you think it is because and I'm not talking about pain of, you know, falling down and scratching your knee or breaking a bone. I'm I'm talking about pain in terms of growing pains. Because again, sometimes the only option is to go through pain, which feels like a mistake. Going through a mistake feels like pain, but pain inevitably is the space of growth. Especially the space in between that you allow yourself to be in without overreacting. Now again, trust is simply knowing that that space you're in between pain and your response to it is transactional. It's a transition. Therefore, you must trust the process of pain through a growth. Or rather, a growing journey. What's up, Mom? She just sent me something on Facebook. I don't want to overspeak this, but a lot of times I I am the reason for a lot of the things I go through personally as a writer, as a poet, solopreneur, freelancer, but on the contrary, I could be dealing with a lot of irritation, annoyance, or let's just use the word struggling, anxiety of another life that I choose to take. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. There's going to be a struggle with whichever life you choose, whether you choose to live it with people or choose to live it alone. The only reason why I talk about pain is because I've been writing a lot. I've been doing a lot. I've created a book cover. i got a book coming out. It's just a fucking journal. But it's a lot more than that. It's who I am. And that is a writer. I tend to have these days or evenings where I get so into it. And it's so draining. And it's stressful because... Nothing is in me anymore after about hours. I mean, this is anywhere from three hours to eight hours of spilling out words. And, you know, my mind is kind of contracting all these ideas from past, present, and future. And it's all happening at once. And sometimes it's not as painful. But there are days where I'm just, like, so attached to the outcome, whichever it may be. is ending a poem, perfecting it, book cover, editing, whatever. And sometimes it can be depressing because sometimes actually the truth about it is depression is rather natural for the body. It's like a animal running from something, whatever it's running from, for safety. You know, imagine like a deer or antelope running from a lion. It kind of goes into the survival mode, fight or flight. And what happens is, whether you want to call it a flow, beast mode, it does this for survival for a certain protective matter. 
And once it finds a safe ground to barrel itself in, to rest, kind of goes into this mode of depression because it sheds that mode of focus that it had to be in to protect itself for survival. So while it was running and trying to avoid this lion, it no longer has to do that once it goes to a safe haven and it's like damn that lion's now still hungry but for the antelope for the prey it now can kind of shed that mold of survival that body of survival and just barrel into another version of itself where it kind of has to recharge and similar to humans that's kind of like a depressive state because think about it if you're at work all day zoned in on the computer or maybe build bricks or excuse me not build bricks but I'm speaking in terms of white collar blue collar but essentially you get home you just want to take off your shoes and watch the fucking TV and say I'm done for me it's it's rather I would say depressing because I guess my body responds to it in that way it feels depressing I don't want to speak to anyone. My brain is fried. It's like an explosion up there. And I no longer feel worthy, especially if I didn't get the outcome that I wanted. But lately I've had to learn that it's not really about the outcome. It's about doing the process and kind of trusting it. So that pain is that space where I kind of have to learn to grow and not respond to this depressive feeling that writing brings out of me often. So whatever you do during the day, maybe not everyone feels this way because... Maybe they have something they could fall back on, like a spouse, their kids, and they really have no choice but to become that different person. But for someone like me who does life by himself about 90, 99% of the time, and no, I'm not complaining about being alone. This is a life I kind of chose, and part that it chose me, but... My growth takes place after my brain is strung out and my body is recognizing this depressive pattern that it falls into on a day-to-day basis pretty much. And it's 6.01 p.m. here in Istanbul, Turkey. And honestly, I've had kind of an easing day. I worked out. I had breakfast earlier. I don't, I don't have that feeling now. But typically on the average day I usually get it around between 6 and 8 and it's usually the time where I kind of say okay this is like the make or break of time because if I work out it usually doesn't really come but I usually work about 5-6 days a week so usually the workout will take me out of that for the most part but usually if I get a workout in I can avoid it but all in all, it's whatever outcomes I'm intending to have. And this is why meditation really works for me because I can detach very easily. My detach game is cold as fuck. But sometimes pain you can't detach from. Because a big part of it's a big part of who I am. It's a big part of who people are. And 
I don't know where I saw this, but maybe it was a quote somewhere, maybe a podcast. Someone said, and whether you believe in God or Mother Nature or higher being, doesn't really matter. But think about it like this. If you can't enjoy God's roots, don't anticipate to enjoy his fruit. And the way I look at it is if you can't sit through pain, if you can't sit through a struggle and appreciate it for what it is, then don't expect the glory days or the pleasure to be long-lasting or worthwhile. Now, take that however you want, but because I sure don't like to cast pearls to swine. Just know who you are through pain and pleasure. This is Bud Talks Podcast, episode 313. Good morning, good evening, good night. Bye.